You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.TV. interfacing with reality they used to say that about actual crazy people they were living inside of their heads and now elon musk is sitting there and glorifying it yes it's pretty cool you could live in a simulation inside of your head but let's let him ramble a little bit more he was talking about the difference between and the complications of globalism and nationalism and that will bring us through to the next side i think i know what's coming and I'd like to review that with you. So let's listen to this part, and then let's see where this is going to go. Because uh, so far, in fact, this might be a great little break from the craziness that he's been throwing at us for the last 30 minutes or so. Sort of sympathize with the anti-globalization people, because it's, it's like, man, we, we don't ever want to, everywhere to be the same, for sure. And, and then we, we need some kind of like mind viral immunity. Um, mm. So that that's uh, it's a bit concerning. Mind viral immunity, meaning that once something like Neuralink gets established, the real concern is something that I mean, you said it's Bluetooth, right, or, <laughs> sure. or some future version yeah. of that. That the idea is that something could possibly get into it, fuck it up. No, I'm talking about like uh, somebody. There's some cockeyed co- concept that. Um, yeah, that's hap- that happens right, right now, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I know there's viruses in embedded chips, right? Like people have they've embedded yeah. chips and then acquired viruses. Well, when I'm talking about a mind virus, I'm talking about like a, a, a concept okay. that infects people's minds. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Like uh, cult thinking or yeah, some yeah. sort of fundamentalism. Yeah, just some wrong-headed idea that just yes. goes viral in a in an idea sense Mm. he's talking about a wrong-headed idea now is he talking about an idea that's real or the spreading of propaganda or misinformation or disinformation or just they don't like an idea that you or i have that we're against this technology and then that spreads and then he would call that a virus that that is a problem too right if someone can manipulate that technology to make something appear logical or rational yeah yeah that would would that be an issue too with this is a very have versus have not issue right once this thing if, if, if this really does I mean initially it's going to help people with with injuries and but you you said ultimately it could lead to this spectacular cognitive change yes but the people that first get it should have a, a massive advantage over people that don't have it yet well, I mean, it's the kind of thing where your productivity would improve, I don't know, dramatically, maybe by a factor of 10 with it. So you could definitely just, you know, uh, I don't know, take out a loan and do it. And Oh, like a computer, you know, your productivity will increase if you buy the new back, uh, MacBook. So just, uh, you know, finance it. 36 payments. 
couple hundred dollars a month, you can put that brain chip right in your head, folks. It's just like a car, you know? Just put that right in your head. Don't worry. In the end, it'll get you chicks. You know, you buy the Lamborghini, you'll get the chicks. You put the brain chip in your head, you'll be able to uh, live in a simulated world inside your own mind. Yeah, that's cool. Earn, earn the money back real fast. So yeah. Be super smart. Well, the, the, in, in a, st a capitalist society, you know, you could. it seems like you could really get so far ahead that before everybody else could afford this thing and link up and get connected as well, you'd be so far ahead they could never catch you. Is that uh, a concern? Uh, uh, well uh, listen, folks, no steroids in sports because we don't want you cheating. But uh, you can put the brain chip in your head and walk around and uh, kick everyone's ass at Wall Street investing. I mean, come on. The, the contradictions are just, are just right in your face. They don't even care anymore. They put this silly little puppet Elon Musk out there to tell you this stuff as the face of the technocracy, one of the big leaders of the technocracy. Well, I think the, the it's not a super huge concern. I mean, there are huge differences in cognitive ability and, and resources already. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can think of a corporation as like a cybernetic collective uh, that's far smarter than an individual. Like I, I couldn't personally build like a whole rocket and, and the engines and launch it and everything. That's impossible. Uh, but, you know, we have 8,000 people with SpaceX and, you know, like, you know, piecing it out to different people um, and using like, you know, computers and machines and stuff. We can make l lots of rockets launch into orbit, dock with the space station, that kind of thing, you know. Um, so that already exists where there's, you know, where there's a, a corporations are vastly more capable than an individual. Um, but the, the, uh, like we should be, I think less concerned about like re relative you know, capabilities between people and, and more like, uh, ha having AI be vastly, you know, beyond us and decoupled from human will. See, that's again, he talks about the cybernetic collective. We went over that on this show, so you should understand it and know what that is already. But what he's saying is that he doesn't have the power to go build a rocket all on his own. So this cybernetic collective, his organization, his company of 8,000 people, build it. And so he wants to form a cybernetic collective of all 7.6 billion minds on the planet well someone is going to control all of those minds they're not all going to be beamed into your mind so who is going to have this superpower if this craziness works the other thing is he didn't come up with this and then go out and work on this he's being funded by the government and he's actually building things that are part of ray kurzweil's dream who was around and writing about this stuff long before elon musk so that's the other thing they're they're working off they are a cybernetic collective who is helping build this giant egyptian pyramid right so they're working together to do this decoupled from human so this is the if you can't beat them join them yeah i yeah. mean so you feel like it's inevitable like ai sentient ai is essentially inevitable super sentient ai yeah like beyond a level that's difficult to understand 
And impossible to understand, probably. Right. So this AI that he's talking about that's going to have emotions and feelings, again, he has to scare you into the that that's coming, something that he's helping help build, and the only solution to the human race surviving is to merge with it through his brain chip. And somehow or another, us, so it's almost like it's a requirement for survival to achieve some sort of symbiotic existence with AI. It's not a requirement. It's just um, if, if you, if you want to be along for the ride, uh, then you need to do some kind of symbiosis. So the, the, the way your brain works right now, you've got uh, kind of like the animal brain, reptile brain, kind of, let's, for argument's sake, it, it's like the limbic system, basically. And you've got the, the cortex. Um, now the, the brain purists will argue with this definition. But essentially, you've got um, the primitive brain and you've got the, the, the sort of uh, smart brain or the, the, the brain that's capable of planning and understanding concepts and difficult, you know, things that a monkey can't understand. Um, now, the, the, your cortex is much, much smarter than your limbic system. Um, nonetheless, they work together well. So I haven't met anyone who wants to delete their limbic system or their cortex. They're, people are quite happy having both. Um, so you can think of the, the this as being, the, like the, the computer, the AI is, a, is like a, a third layer, a tertiary layer. Uh, so that is, like that could be symbiotic with the cortex. It would be much smarter than the cortex, but you essentially have three layers. And, and you actually have that right now. Oh, no, hold on. Pause that because I just got done telling you that he is out there pushing the Ray Kurzweil narrative, and that's it right there. The third layer above the cortex is the AI hive mind neocortex in silicone in the cloud. That is Ray Kurzweil. That's what he talks about. And being able to connect that up and the device that allow us to do that in the first iteration is going to be Elon Musk's Neuralink. Your phone is capable of things and your computer is capable of things that your brain is definitely not. You know, storing you know, terabytes of information perfectly. Um, doing incredible calculations that you, you, you know, we, we couldn't even come close to doing. You have that with your computer. Um, it's just like I said, the data rate is slow. You, the connection is weak. Why is it so disconcerting, or why is it? Why does it not give me comfort to think about? Like when I think about a symbiotic connection to AI, I always think of this cold, emotionless sort of thing that we will become. Is that a bad way to look at it? I don't think that's not. That's not quite. That's not how it would be. Um, like I said, you, you already are yeah. symbiotic with AI or computers. Phones, computers, laptops. Yeah, and there's, there's quite a bit of AI going on, you know, so artificial neural net. Again, I look at these things as a tool. I don't want to merge with them. He's talking about the fact that you benefit from your phone, your smartphone, your computer as tools. And so now we want to merge with them. I don't want to become one with my phone. I want to leave my phone turned off and away from me when I feel like escaping from that world. As we talk about in this show, living one foot in the matrix and one foot out. He's talking about putting you 100% into the matrix 
a thousand times worse than what it already is today. That's um, increasingly neural nets are sort of taking over from regular programming more and more. Um, so you are connected. Um, you know, um, if you use Google Voice or Alexa or one of those things, it's using a neural net to decode your speech and try to understand what you're saying. Um, you know, if, if you're trying to do image recognition or improve the quality of photograph, it's it's using the neural net's the best way to do that. So um, you are already uh, sort of a, a, a sort of a cybernetic symbiote. It, like I said, you, not, it's just a question of your data rate. The, the 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 communication speed between your your phone and your brain is slow. When do you think you're going to do it? How long? This is very interesting, actually. Rogan is going to ask Musk when he is going to do it. And who knows if, he, if he's done it already? No one really knows. How long will you wait? Um, like once it starts becoming available. Yeah, I mean, if it works, I'll do it, sure. Right away? I mean, let's make sure it works. <laughs> How do we make sure it works? We try it on prisoners? Like, what do you do? No, no. If you, Take you, rapists? No. Cut holes in their head? No, like I said, if somebody's got a serious brain injury, right? Um, and they're, they're, you know, people have like very severe brain injuries, um, then and then you, you can fix those those brain injuries, um, and you know, then you you prove out that it works, and you expand envelope expand and make more, more and more brain injuries, uh, solve more and more, um, and then you know, at certain at certain age, we we all are, are going to get Alzheimer's, we're all going to get senile, um, and then you know, moms forget the names of their kids and that kind of thing. And so, you know, do, it's like you said, like, okay, well, you know, this would allow you to remember your names of your kids and, and, and have a normal, a much more normal life where you, you, you're able to function uh, much later in life. Um, so I think that, so essentially that there, there would, be, almost everyone would find a need at some point if, if, if you get old enough to use Neural, Neuralink. Um, and uh, and and then it's like okay, so we can improve the functionality and, and improve the communications communication speed. So then you will not have to use your thumbs to communicate with the computer. See again, he has to start introducing this through the people with illnesses and disease and injury, because that is the adoption campaign. That is where you and I can no longer say no to it, or we are bad guys who don't want to help grandma or Ma remember the kids' names. That's what he's doing here. Yet, they're gonna advance the technology all the way to where you're living in a simulation inside your head and beaming your consciousness down into a biological flesh suit. Do you ever sit down and extrapolate? Do you ever like sit down and think about all the different iterations of this and what this eventually leads to? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I've, sure think about it a lot. Um, there's, like I said, there's, there's not something that's going to sneak up on you. You know, there's like getting FDA approval for this stuff is not like overnight. You know, um, and there's there's I mean, we we'll probably have to be on like version ten or something um, before you know it 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 would realistically be. Um, 
you know, a, a, a human AI symbiote situation. Uh, so it's, it's, you'll see it coming, you know. You'll see it coming. So what? So what that I'll see it coming? You're talking about building an AI human cyborg symbiote. And so he's saying, well, it, it won't be that fast. You're going to see it coming. How about we end it all together? You see it coming, but what do you think it's going to be? Like when you sit, when you're alone, if you have free time, I don't know if you have free time, but if you just sit down and think about this iteration, the next, onward, keep going, and you, you drag it out with improvements along the way and leaps and bounds and technological innovations, and where do you see it? What are we going to be? Like when? 20, 25 years from now, what are we going to be? Pay careful attention to this. Are you ready? Where are we going to be 25 years from now? I showed you this clip the other day, but let me let this play, and then I'm going to wrap up this episode. Well, assuming civilization is still around. Um, it's looking fragile right now. Um, I, think we, I think we could have a... In 25 years, probably something... I would think there could be a whole brain interface. A whole brain interface. Something pretty close to that, yeah. How does how do you define what do you mean by whole brain interface? Um like almost all the neurons are connected to uh your the, the sort of AI extension of yourself. There we go. There we go, folks. He's saying within 25 years, and this is in 2020, and that brings us up to 2045. Do you remember what 2045 was? 2045 was the year in which Ray Kurzweil predicted that we would literally be mind jumping and uploading our consciousness into these into the AI hive mind neocortex and the point in which we'd have these nanobots running through our bodies repairing ourselves and we would reach immortality as you also saw Musk talking about the AI hive mind neocortex and I told you they are working from the same narrative as is Dennis Bushnell at NASA as is Yuval Noah Harari at the World Economic Forum they're all working on the same narrative. But the important part, and I'm glad we reviewed this video, as painstaking as it was for both you and me, trust me, I've watched these multiple times so that I could make sure that I was showing you something that would not be a waste of your time. But what we discovered there, the biggest revelation, is that Elon Musk does not believe that we have a soul. Just like Yuval Noah Harari, who tells you that you have no soul. He does not believe it either, because Elon Musk believes that you can upload your brain as a data packet to the cloud and then re-download it into another biological or non-biological body suit unit. And therefore, he does not believe you have a soul. So I think the question you need to ask yourself and the question you need to pose to your children and grandchildren 
or friends and family who believe that Elon Musk is cool and he's hip and he's out to save humanity because AI is coming. These super intelligent AI deathless authoritarians are coming. The Terminator-like world is coming, summoning the demons we are. And so he's going to save humanity by merging humanity in with the very AI that he's helping build. How can a man who does not believe that you or I have a soul be the man to save humanity? He is not saving humanity. He is out to destroy humanity. He is not going to help you soul jump. He is going to steal your soul. Folks, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and have a wonderful evening. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold.